In times of trouble, where do you turn? Where is that good place you can go to to help keep your spirits up and keep your sanity in a crazy world? I'm going to be talking about that and more on today's version of Truth to Ponder. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome aboard, everyone. This is Jim Calhoun sitting in for Bob Bierman today. And I really do appreciate you tuning in. And I hope everyone had a very fantastic holiday. What I did over the weekend was just more haying in 100 degree weather. And matter of fact, as I record this, I'm pretty well taking the day off because I've been overheated for two days in a row. And I just can't take the heat like I used to. And it's pushing 100 degrees again today. And I decided, well... It's a holiday, might as well try to take a day off, so that's kind of what I did today. Kind of patch myself back together so I can hit it again tomorrow. Before I start on today's program, I wanted to congratulate Bob Beerman and Truth to Ponder for three great years. Now, I've been a listener for almost the entire time. I think I found this show after it was on the air for about a month. And after hearing Bob Beerman the first time, I was hooked. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. So congratulations, Bob. You've got a very worthwhile ministry, a very worthwhile program, and I think it's sorely needed today. And I want to thank all of you listeners for helping make three years possible for Truth to Ponder. As I record this show today, I'm not feeling very well, and you probably hear it in my voice. I got overheated for a couple of days, and now I've got an ear infection. I don't know what's going on, but it doesn't feel too awful good today. So I'm just going to do my best to put on a program that is worth listening to. And I am kind of distracted by some aches and pains and some fever and a few other things. So you're kind of catching me at my worst today, but I'm still going to give it one heck of a go. So thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. As most of you know, how I pick my topics for each show is just what God puts on my heart. And God put this on my heart yesterday. I was hauling hay. It's a hundred and some degrees out. No wind whatsoever. Sun beating down mercilessly. And I just got done loading a load of hay. I was very hot, very sweaty, very tired. At least I was on the tractor on the road hauling the hay. And so just the motion of the tractor kicked up a little bit of breeze for me, which helped. Well, along my route is a lane that I just can't wait to go down on a hot day because it's a shady lane. It's right beside a golf course, and there's always some moist air to kind of cool things down. And it's usually about 10 to 15 degrees cooler in this shady lane. Only trouble with this shady lane, it only lasts for like 200 yards. As I turned down that road, my spirits lifted because I knew that very soon I'd be in the shade, just for a few moments anyway. And sure enough, when I got to that area, it was about 15 degrees cooler, and it was nice and shady, and it was really pleasant. And it just flooded me that we all need to have those kind of things in our life. We need those kind of places that we can count on that will give us a refuge from the sun beating down on us, so to speak, or the world trying to 
beat us down or trying to steal our mood or steal our joy. We need to have those places. And I do believe God has put those places in each and every one of our hearts and into our lives. And we're to seek them out. And we are to enjoy them. And we're to use them for the purpose that God put them in our life in the first place. That is to enjoy them and take advantage of them. And the Bible is complete with all sorts of references to places like I just mentioned. He who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I will say unto the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, and God in Him will I trust. That's what I'm talking about. It's about abiding under the power I'm talking about dwelling in the secret place of the Most High and abiding under the shadow of the Almighty. And that's what that shady lane reminded me of. Not only does it give me natural comfort, but I know that there's a spiritual basis and a biblical basis about trusting God and making God your rock, making Him your everything. God truly does love His children. And he truly does care for us in so many ways. Sometimes we have to look a bit before we find it. But find it we will, because God does put those situations and places in your life for that purpose. So I ask the question again. Do you have a power you turn to, or a place to go, in your time of need? Almost everyone does. Just make sure you're going to the right places. Just make sure you're turning to the right power source. Make sure you're turning the right direction. There's so many artificial stimulants out there, whether it be alcohol or drugs or all sorts of addictions people get into, is they're trying to find comfort. They're trying to find that place they can go to relieve the stress of the world or make them feel better about themselves. It's kind of like the old Johnny Lee song, that country music song, looking for love in all the wrong places. Sometimes we're looking for comfort in all the wrong places. When comfort is right in front of us, when it's all around us, the Holy Spirit is everywhere. And all we have to do is open our eyes and look for the good and choose good over evil. I know that sounds real simplistic, but it is really that simple. It seems like people like to get together to try to help themselves feel better. And you can either gather with a group of fellow believers and talk about things that really matter, or you can make the wrong decision and go to a bar or some sort of a nightclub. And it really is that simple. It's that black and white. There are places we can turn to and places we can go that are everywhere that God has put in our lives. And maybe it's a person He's put in your life that will guide you to that place you need to go to, other than a destructive place. I mentioned a week or so ago about a family that I saw that was definitely demonic, and I shudder to think who they worship, because it was open that they were Satanists with all of their Satanic clothing. And by wearing that clothing, they were advertising, and I don't know if they were recruiting or if they were just trying to let everyone know who their God is and who they serve. But there are so many wrong choices out there. 
And the Bible does say that the road is narrow. And that's true. The road is narrow. But it's also a straight road. And and it's a road that actually leads somewhere worth going. I could never understand the people that try to find peace by using a chemical substance such as a drug or or by being controlling and domineering over people. There's lots of ways people try to get control of their life, but in doing so, they try to control another person's life, which is totally wrong. But yet it happens all the time. And it seems like all the people that are looking for comfort and looking for this place I'm talking about in their mind and in their soul, seems like they will make excuses for their bad decisions they make instead of correcting their own problems. I'm not here to condemn anyone who's going down the wrong road. Quite the contrary. I'm here to try to explain to all the people that may be on the wrong path that there is a right path. There is a good path that's going to lead to good things and even better things as time goes on. And ultimately, in the big picture, it's the only way to go. And I'm not saying run out and join a church. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm talking about the private times, the times when you need God, which is all the time, by the way, but there are times when the yearning in our soul for God is unmistakably at a higher level. And so we have to trust those instincts that God gave us. I hate to compare us to homing pigeons, but that's what popped into my mind. If you have a group of homing pigeons, they'll always come home if you release them somewhere. And in a way, God has that beacon inside of us that he calls us home all the time. But we have to listen. We have to know the way. But if we'll rely on God, God will show us the way. And the question is often asked, what is life and what is it all about? Well, if it isn't all about a relationship with your creator, then it's really not worth living. That's the way I look at it. We're not put on this earth just to take, we're not put on this earth just to take up space. That is not why God put us here. He put us here so he could have a relationship with us. And that's what we need to be looking towards is a relationship with Almighty God. And there are those that walk with the Lord every day that still have unfulfilled lives that are still miserable. And that's because we live in a pretty miserable place because we have Satan running around doing all he can do to try to make things as miserable on us as possible. And while it's hard to look away from Satan and not see him everywhere in all of our institutions and in a lot of our own family members, we see Satan, unfortunately. We do need to learn to unplug and concentrate on God and his goodness. There are times we have to look away from the evil, but of course we have to come against it and resist the evil all the time. But we can't live in a world that only sees evil. That's not a world that we were designed to live in. And after a while, it's going to take a toll on us mentally and spiritually. That's why you need to define, that's why you need to define the places that God puts in your life as a refuge. You need to know what they are and where they are and how to get to them. Just like I know where the shady lane is, 
I don't ever go there unless I'm traveling through, but when I know that's on my route, it does brighten my day. And I know we all need things in our life day by day, even if they're little things. that'll brighten our day just one thing at a time. Some people find that place in reading scripture. Other people find it with music and song. Still others find that place that I'm talking about spiritually when they get together with other believers. And I'm sure there's many other different ways that people can find that place that they need to find as a refuge that God puts in our lives to help keep us strong, to help keep us focused, to help keep us sane. I know that if I didn't have my places where I go, I'd have a very hard time with all of my research. Because the more I research certain things, like the fires out in Maui and Hawaii, the more deeply disturbed I find the world to be. And as I find the world more deeply disturbed, of course, it disturbs my spirit as well. And so I try really hard to find these spots that are a refuge that I can lose myself in from time to time, because I truly do need to do that. God truly has given us all the tools to get through our hard times. He's given us our thought process, our intellect. He's given us the Holy Spirit. He gave us His only Son. He gave us His Word, the Holy Bible. He gave us instruction. He gave us prayer and meditation. And so God did not leave us ill-equipped to try to get through the hard times. And the answers that we all seek do lie within our own selves, whether it be in our own thought process or our own faith. The answers truly do lie there. The answers don't lie at the bottom of a bottle or in a pillbox. They just don't. And unfortunately, our satanic society glorifies drug use and all sorts of destructive behavior using alcohol and it seems like every event where people get together is now made just to sell alcohol. From our sporting events to our music concerts, it's really not about the sport or the music in either case. It's all about gathering people so they can sell them something. And it seems that this world is so artificial. And as we are trying to maneuver through this artificial world, it's really tough to keep your spirits up. And I do my best to keep my spirits up day by day, but sometimes it's tough. Now, I have some health issues, as does Bob Bierman, and sometimes my health issues really do hamper my ability to throw everything off like I normally can. I'm battling a horrible headache that I got from the heat for the last two days. I've really had a scald put on my body, and that's why I'm pretty well taking the day off. But I don't have air conditioning in my house, and so I'm still in 90-plus degrees, but at least I'm not out in full sun working hard. But on those days where I get wore down, it's really hard to keep focused. It's really hard to keep my joy, and I'm sure that most of you are the same way. And so Satan does everything he can to derail us and steal our joy and put us in those hot, dusty places we don't want to be. But there we are. Sometimes we're there with our own doing. We did it to ourselves. And other times we just find ourselves there that we don't realize why we're there or how we got to this point in our life. But we are there. And if we deal with what is and not what we want it to be, 
then we can always maneuver ourselves away from the bad situations. But we're going to have to want to maneuver ourselves out of that bad situation before we actually do it. Now, I've had it explained to me, and I do agree with this, that sometimes God uses discomfort or uneasiness in a situation to wake you up to get you to move on. Too many times we get comfortable in bad situations. And if God does not want you in that bad situation, he'll move you on in one way or another. And one of the tools that I believe God uses is by making us dissatisfied with where we're at at that moment, to make us strive to be better than what we are or be in a better place. And so don't despair if you're not in the place that you really want to be. Because life is a journey. Day by day we make choices. Some of our choices tear us down. Some of our choices build us up. We really need to focus on making the right choices. And since we're human, we're always going to make bad choices. Not all the time, but we're never going to make good choices all the time. Sometimes we choose the wrong route to take in life innocently, that we really truly think we're doing the right thing, and it ends up that it wasn't the right thing. Sometimes we throw our hands in the air and just give up and start doing destructive behavior just to do it. That's when we need to really rely on the Holy Spirit to come in and convict us that we're doing the wrong thing. But the point I'm trying to get across in this episode, especially in the first half, is that there are refuges, that there are places we can go. God has provided us with, with all sorts of mental, physical, emotional, I'm going to call them pit stops, places we can go refuel, places we can rest. They're there in our life, and God makes sure they're there. There are so many ways that God shows love for his children. It's amazing. And that's just one of the many ways God does show his love. In the second half of the show, I'm going to be getting into some world events, and I'm going to be talking about a few problems, but I want to keep the show on a positive note. And one of the reasons I want the show to be on a positive note is the fact that I truly don't feel very well because of the heat. The accident I had a dozen or so years ago has taken that ability to withstand heat away from me. And that really hampers me in my endeavors of working out in the hayfield. But my tractors don't have air conditioning or cabs, so I'm just out in the heat with the sun beating down on me and the old engines on these tractors throw up more heat. And then yesterday, I actually welded for about three hours in 105-degree heat with full sun. But I had some equipment failure that I had to weld back together, and you just do what you have to do. And so today, I'm trying to take it easy and kind of trying to recover somewhat, and I'm kind of seeking one of those refuges I'm talking about. And I think that's one thing we all need to understand is that we do need those from time to time. And one of the things that I think will help me feel better is to put out a program that doesn't talk about problems so much, but talks about solutions. Because there's so many talking heads out there that talk about stolen elections and fires in Hawaii that are just off the charts creepy how that happened. And all the responses and 
just the war in Ukraine and on and on. There's so many things negative to talk about. But I think that all the listeners of Truth to Ponder, I think they see the problems. I think one of the reasons they tune in to Truth to Ponder is to try to make sense of it all. And I'm going to tell you right now, I can't make sense of it all. I can't make sense of any of it because it's satanic, it's evil. And all I know is that it has to be avoided. It has to be resisted. And we have to understand that there are places for us where we can go spiritually to leave that whole mess that the world is in behind from time to time, maybe just a moment or two at a time. But just that ability to unplug keeps us from going on overload. Because right now, world events are just spiraling out of control more than I think I've ever seen them. And as they spiral out of control, it just makes me understand all the more that we need these places where we can go. And so in closing out the first half, make sure that you seek out those places for yourself, those personal that only you know that God has put there for you. Do what it takes to keep a positive mental attitude. If you have to watch a funny movie or think funny thoughts or talk to a friend or people you haven't seen for a long time and kind of get caught up with your friendship, there's so many small little things that we can do as window dressing to try to help the whole entire mood that we're in and try to help our mental stability. Make no mistake about it, we are living in a massive psychological operation that's being put on people worldwide. And that psychological operation is trying to break your will and break your spirit. Once you understand that, then you can understand how important it is to fight against it. Because I'm sure you've noticed we have a lot of people that have succumbed to just the pressure of it all. People that live on the streets, people that are just hopeless as far as trying to reach. And only the power of God could reach them. We see people like that every day. And I know it's just by the grace of God that we're not one of them. But we still have to work at keeping ourselves sane and rational and keeping our joy. We really do need to work at that. Make that a daily goal is to not let Satan come in and steal our joy for that day. And if we put enough days together, then as the days go by, we're going to find that our weeks are more pleasant, our months and our years are more pleasant. And that's what we need to do for ourselves in these very, very hard times. Do you believe in the ministry of Truth to Ponder? Well, I do. That's why I guest host on this show. And if you'd like to donate, all you have to do is go to truth2ponder.com, click on the support tab, and it'll lead you through how to donate to this program through Give, Send, Go. But if you want to be old school and send it in by mail, you could send a check or money order. You'd write the check out to Ancient Word Radio, Ancient Word Radio, and you would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chill Howie, Virginia. 
And the zip code is 24319. And I'll be right back after this with the second half of Truth to Ponder. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. The wrong amens coming up. Shalom Lechem. This is Jonathan Kahn, the your Jewish connection, bringing you the Jewish roots of your faith and the richness of your faith in Messiah. Now get your pen out as fast as you can so you don't miss out on receiving a special free gift you're going to get in a moment. We think of amen as a kind of religious word, something you say to worship service, but it's much more than that. It's amen is a totally Hebrew word. Um, amen from, or, um, from Amman in Hebrew which means true. It's saying the truth, the solid reality. When you say amen, you're saying it's true, it's solid, it's reality. How you use your amen can change your life. It's not just about saying amen, but it's about where you're placing your amen. Problem with most of us is that, not that we're not saying amen in a worship service, but that we're saying amen everywhere else. We're giving our amen to the world and we're saying amen to the world. We're saying amen to our problem as if it's true, it's, it's the final reality. We're saying amen to our situation, to the sin. Well, it's just the truth, it's the way it is. The world presents you with things, but you got a choice. You don't have to accept it. You don't have to be limited by your situation or your circumstance. You're not here just to accept the world as it is. And when you do that, you're just amening it. When you amen your problem, you're saying it's the ultimate thing. That's it. It's the ultimate truth. My situation's that it's not. And whenever you accept the bad news as if it was the final truth, you're giving your amen. When you accept your sin, you're giving your amen. You're giving it away. You want to be changed? Stop giving away your amen to the world. Stop saying amen to your problems and the to the enemy and to your old self. You don't have to accept it. Stop saying amen to the way things are. Say amen to what is not yet. Say amen in faith. Say amen to God's power, to God's will, to God's word, to God's love, to his miracles. Your amen is powerful. Start using it wisely. Don't just amen the world. Amen. Give your amen to God. Amen? Amen. Okay, want more? on? You can get Ask for Amen on CD. All right, and listen, feeling like you can use your walk with God can use a boost? Well, we got the answer. Sapphires, use it directed, it'll change your life. And the Mystery of the Temple Doors on CD, you'll love it. How do you get all this? Remember, just remember Jesus is really my name, Yeshua, and you call it to get your free gift. Just call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. You will be blessed, but call now, 1-800-YESHUA-1. Now, I invite you to minister with me in two of the most exciting ministries in the world, to beam the word of life around the earth by showing radio to every tribe and tongue and to Israel, the Jewish people who gave you the gospel. God says, I will bless those who bless Israel. And you want to reach the world? That's the farthest incredible way. Just call 1-800-YESHUA-1. That's Y-E-S-H-U-A-1. Or you can write me direct. Here's how. Just write to the nice Jewish boy, Box 1111, Lodi, L-O-D-I, New Jersey, 07644. It's Box 1111. It's Lodi, New Jersey. It's 076. 644. Well, till next time, this is Jonathan Khan saying Shalom Alechem, peace be to you, my friend, in Messiah, Moshienu, our Savior. Amen? Amen. This is Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. Welcome back to the second half of Truth to Ponder. This is your host, Jim Calhoun, sitting in for Bob Bierman today. And Bob will be back again tomorrow with another great episode of Truth to Ponder. Well, as I mentioned the first half of the show, I've got a horrible headache that I got from Pete. And I would imagine that if I was out in the heat for another half hour to an hour, I probably would have had an episode that would have been considered a heat stroke. Because I got so hot yesterday welding in that hundred and some degree air with no wind. 
and as I record this show, I'm looking out the window, and it wasn't as hot today, only 97, but there's not a breath of air, and it seems that the wind is a refuge for me, is that if I have a nice breeze, I can sustain through 100 degree heat fairly well, but you take away that breeze, and it's hopeless for me anyway. And so I'm really glad that I'm not out in the heat today because I really don't think I could have stood one more day in a row of the heat we've been having. But with that said, I'm hopelessly behind with my haying this year and it's going to be clear into October before I can even think of shutting my machines off. And I started early. I started in April. So that's lots of months of really hard, high pressure trying to get my harvest done. And boy, am I ready for it to be done. So you might keep me in your prayers as I scramble to get my all my fields done. I still have over 200 acres to do. Maybe I'm trying to push too hard, I don't know. But it seems like I'm shooting myself in the foot quite a bit. So I would appreciate your prayers as I try to finish my hay harvest. I would appreciate that very much. Well, I said I was going to talk about some world events, so I'm going to start with the fires in Hawaii. The more research I do on that, the more rats I smell. I don't know what's going on in Hawaii. I have no clue why these people who are in emergency management in Hawaii made the poor decisions they made, but they were deadly decisions. There's a lot of people lost their lives needlessly in Hawaii. And it seems like the state government's all covering for each other. And I don't know, there's something very nefarious going on with these fires. And I don't know if we're ever going to get to the bottom of it. But if we do, I think we're going to find out how heinous a crime actually did happen against the people of Hawaii. And it makes you wonder what these emergency management people, how they were trained, how smart they were in the first place, or what their goal was, because it certainly wasn't saving lives. And I know the people in Hawaii deserve much better. And another thing that has me angry over this whole mess is that the United States government is pumping billions and billions of dollars in Ukraine, but nothing but nothing is going to the people in Hawaii. We pumped billions and billions into Ukraine, but the victims of East Palestine haven't been taken care of, not near like they should have been. So we have all these disasters that are happening, and I think that they're created disasters. I think they're man-made disasters on purpose. They're not being followed up by the people that should follow them up, with the financial aid and everything else that's needed in a disaster. It seems like our fellow Americans are being just left out, hung out to dry. But if you're an illegal alien crossing our border, you get all sorts of things. And the whole country of Ukraine is getting billions and billions of our dollars while we, the people, are getting shafted really big time and why the senators and congressmen go along with this fiasco is beyond me other than I think they're all cut out of the same cloth 
And I think they're all controlled by Satan. I think we have a very satanic government right now, unfortunately. And so there's many reasons for these safe places that we can go mentally, physically, and spiritually to try to get away from all this madness, this craziness, just to keep our joy. Seems like things are heating up in Syria and all over the Middle East. They're heating up in Africa, of course, in Eastern Europe. Seems like all over the world things are heating up as far as this war fever we're seeing worldwide. If there ever was a time we needed Jesus, now is that time. And I pray for Jesus' return. And I pray that Jesus returns very soon. It seems like they're gearing up for more lockdowns and more COVID nonsense. Several people that I've talked to said they wouldn't dare try to do the same thing again, but I disagree. It worked the first time, and you know I have the students that are terrified of each other. They're terrified of their classmates and their teachers. and I don't understand how they keep pushing this mask narrative that wearing masks and social distancing is a proven method of controlling the spread of any virus whatsoever when both social distancing and the masks did absolutely no good whatsoever. But I do think it's a litmus test of who is going to obey and who is not. And I mentioned this on my last Living Off Grid show, that there was a group of protesters that are protesting against the masks went to a movie theater in New York City and removed their masks at the movie theater. The management at the movie theater called the police and the police sent in the SWAT team. And so the craziness is about to start all over again. And I'm firmly in the camp of anyone that administers this untested, horrible excuse for a vaccine, this death jab, anyone who actively is involved in pushing that or administering it or administering the shots, they're either not very smart or they're evil or both. And I don't watch commercial television, but I did turn on a football game and watched it. And of course, during the commercials, I had to hear all about all the safe and effective and they're just pushing the same thing over and over. And I, for one, I'm through with all of that. I'm not going to go through that again. They may force us as a society, but I'm not going to comply with anything because I'm not going to comply with anything that they're doing because it makes no sense. It seems to me that all of this COVID nonsense is all about control and getting the wealth into hands of fewer and fewer people. So, and so in effect, it's controlling us even more. I think that's what it's all about. So we have an awful lot to look at. I only just kind of brushed the surface of the things we're facing. The destabilization of the dollar and the economy on the brinks of collapse. There are so many things happening to try to steal our joy. But we have to have our eyes wide open, our brain engaged, and we need to have our prayers said and our faith fully intact put on the full armor of God and just face each day as it comes. I just pray that none of the listeners to Truth to Ponder ever give up and give in to this horrible system that the world is trying to push on us. And of course, it's part of the beast system. 
And unfortunately, there's way too many people, I feel, that that are going to be willingly active in being a part of the beast system. I don't know if you've noticed it, but I sure have. The more of the people that have the death tattoos, the skulls and the bones and all of the dragons and things that are satanic or signified death, that they feel that so strong that they advertise that on their skin. I know not everyone that has those tattoos have those feelings. I realize that, but there's an awful lot of them that get those tattoos so they can identify with each other as being part of what I consider a death cult. And these people truly are wanting to see the fall of the Christian way of life. They're wanting to see the fall of God and the rise of Satan. Like I say, not everyone, but but there is a large group of people that that are openly satanic, that like to show that with tattoos. And it being summer, I'm seeing all the people wearing shorts and tank tops and things and tattoos all over their body that really make no sense. I saw a young woman the other day that had, on one thigh, she had a bunch of death images. On the other, she had butterflies. It just doesn't make any sense. And I don't think that I'm too old to appreciate tattoos because I remember growing up as a young man, all the servicemen, especially the sailors, in World War One and World War Two, almost all of them had tattoos. But I never had one of them old men tell me they were proud of their tattoo. As a matter of fact, almost all of them, if I mentioned their tattoo, would say, son, don't you ever get one. Worst mistake I ever made. And so I heard from people that had tattoos that told me not to get them. And so I definitely do have a bias against them. It came at a very young age from people that were tattooed, telling me how much they despised the tattoo and wish they'd never had it. And so if someone asked me if they should get a tattoo, I just remind them of the polyester craze in the 1970s and also the wide ties and the platform shoes, and I say, you know, what would happen if those were permanently attached to your body, that you decided in 1977 to permanently attach polyester on your body? You'd soon regret it as the style went out, and you would always hate that you would have to have that on your body. And to me, I think tattoos are a fad that, and to me, tattoos are something that happen basically in the heat of the moment, but they last forever. And I know people say, oh, you can have them removed. I've seen some of the scarring and some of the skin defects that happen with removing a tattoo. But the purpose I mention this is not to harp on tattoos. It's just to mention that lots of people are getting satanic tattoos that are showing the world where their heart truly is. I think that it's extremely important that each and every one of us goes to prayer daily and communicates with God and give your problems to God. Talk to God. God understands everything you're going through, and he also can guide you through. Now, there are people that say, well, I pray to God, and I don't feel like he answers. To those people, I would say just keep praying and keep building your faith. I don't have an answer for everyone. But I do know that God does hear our prayers. 
And sometimes he answers our prayers in ways that we don't think that he's going to answer them. Sometimes our prayers are answered well after they're said. And other times it seems that God intervenes and keeps things from getting out of hand before things get too awful bad. I've seen both cases. But you just have to stand firm with your faith. Stand firm with being on the side of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Stand firm with your principles. Stand firm for what you know is right and what you believe in. If enough of us would just take a stand and stand firm, then I know that we'll make a difference. I think we make a difference each and every day. I think that's why Satan wants to have us defeated, is because he knows what we're capable of, even if we don't. But if we keep the faith and we keep everything with our eyes firmly implanted on Almighty God, then we can't help but be victorious because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The Bible gives us so many comforting verses that pertain to hard times and to people coming against us, situations that are not going our way. And God does make us lie down in green pastures. And that's another place of refuge. And the scripture says he makes us lie down in those green pastures. Which to me signifies that God is in control and he knows what's good for us. And he will take us to these places sometimes we don't know exists. So we have to be still and let God be God. We need to obey. We need to look for these places that God puts in our lives and also the people he puts in our lives to try to help us navigate through these hard times. And no matter what I say about the world events, we do know that Satan is behind it. We know the father of the lie is alive and well and working overtime to try to foul everything up. And that he's doing for sure. But he's trying to take you with him, and he's trying to take me with him. And I'm not going to go with Satan, and I trust that you won't go with Satan as well. It seems like we're living in a world where people like to shade it a bit. They want to keep things in that gray area. And I truly believe that we're living in a time that we're going to have to choose good against evil, right against wrong. I think we're going to have to make a daily choice, a positive choice, a choice that we keep the big picture in mind. If we can do that, then we're going to come through this, not unscathed, but we're going to come through it. But if we don't do that, we may not even make it through these hard times. And when I speak about hard times, know that this too shall pass. The Bible promises us a new heaven and a new earth. And so that is where we need to focus, actually, is on the new heaven and the new earth. Because that's where our treasures need to be stored, not here in this world. This world is going to pass away. This heaven and earth are going to pass away for sure. And there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. Jesus is going to reign supreme, and we're going to be with Jesus. And all this war and all the satanic things, all of this is going to be behind us. 
there are some that may think that's a pie in the sky, just a fairy tale. Well, if you feel that way, I feel sorry for you. Because my faith tells me, without a trace of a doubt, that that is what's going to happen. That God is going to give us that new heaven and a new earth. And we're going to be sitting at the feet of Jesus. Satan will be vanquished. And the old world will be gone forever. That is where I have my hope and my prayers. That is what I know in my heart and in my soul is going to happen. And as I do my research and see the satanic things happening and the evil things happening, a good place of refuge I can go in my mind is to remind myself that there will be a new heaven and a new earth. God has promised that, and God is not a liar. And so I look forward to these better times that are going to happen in the new heaven and the new earth. donations and Bob is trying to grow this program he's talking about WWCR which I think would be a great move for this program I know that it's a little out of budget 
but I also know the coverage is really good on WWCR. And I listen to WWCR. I don't broadcast with them, but I do listen to that station. And it's a fine station, so I would love to see Truth to Ponder included on WWCR. And I hope that Bob Beerman can bring in some extra help he's been talking about because he's kind of filled me in on who he's thinking about. And I really agree that I think it would help the program as far as in its longevity. So I wish Bob Beerman all the best and hope that he's able to get things lined up exactly as he sees, exactly as he wants to get things lined up. Bob Beerman may just be a normal guy like you and me. But he's also a man of vision, he's a man of action, and he's extremely intelligent. And I can't wait to see what he can build, whether it be whether it be the physical church or the radio ministry. I know he's the man for the job, that's for sure. It's hard to take everything into perspective. What's good, what's not, when everything's so upside down. Up is down, down is up. Men are women, women are men. It's just, it's really foolish what's going on, but I really do believe that Satan is trying to make fools out of all of us. And there's mass confusion and chaos. And so if you say the sky is blue, you're going to have somebody that's going to challenge you. If you say men can't have babies, you're going to have someone that's going to challenge you. If you say that women can't father children, well, you'll get an argument there, too. And also, if you say that a that an unborn baby is alive, you're going to get one heck of an argument from the leftists that want to kill that baby. Now, I don't know why they want to kill something that they don't think is alive. That doesn't make any sense. That's like going out and killing sand or killing a rock, because that's all they think a baby is in the mother's womb, is just an inanimate object, just a bunch of goo. These people truly are living in the spirit of Antichrist, and they're truly deceived. And I want to mention right now, if you do hear some kittens in the background, well, as as I'm trying to nurse myself back to health, I'm taking care of four orphan kittens, so they had to be with me today, so I apologize for that. But it really does seem that we have to buckle down and reaffirm what we do believe and why we believe it and stand firm in that belief. I don't listen to mainstream news at all. I don't watch television. I don't listen to the radio. With the exception of this weekend, I wanted to hear a couple of football games. And so I decided to watch a game on television and listen to a game on the radio. And during the course of the game, I found out that the vaccines are still safe and effective. I found out that wearing masks is effective. I found out all sorts of things that aren't true. Ronald Reagan said it best back in the 80s where he said, the trouble with the liberal Democrats is they know so much that isn't so. And you can say that about them right now. And all these people that they think they know better, they say follow the science, and they're not following any science whatsoever. All they're doing is just muddying the waters. You have small children in their impressionable years being so confused that their life is ruined. But don't tell the parents. We have teachers that think that they own your children. And you also have teachers such as the teachers in Colorado 
that kicked the boy out of school for wearing a Don't Tread on Me flag from the Revolutionary War. He had it on his shirt. They said it was connected with slavery. Well, if that was me or my boy, I would ask the same teacher or that school board and say, where's your opposition against the human trafficking going on right now? Where's your opposition to the slavery that's happening right now? All you're worried about is slavery that happened about 160 years ago. But you're not worried about the slavery that's happening right now under your own noses. You're not protecting the children. You're allowing predators to come in and read to them and drag queen story time. We have so much wrong that it's just impossible in an hour to even cover everything that's wrong. But this episode, I want to touch on what's right. And what's right is Almighty God. What's right is the blood of Jesus. What is right is your stand that you make, your personal stand, your personal relationship with God is what really matters. As long as we stay strong and resolute and don't allow these people to come in and steal our joy and don't allow them to mess up our lives. You know, I I say this a lot. Nancy Reagan was right. Just say no. Someone comes in and says your little girl is a boy. Just say no and mean it. Because these people are evil. I don't know why most of the population hasn't figured out just how evil the Western society has become. Now, I happen to think that that's one of the forces driving the war over in Ukraine. Ukraine wants to be diverse, like the United States. They want to bring in all the transsexuals and homosexuals, and they want to bring in all sorts of sexual deviants over there, the Man-Boy Love Association and all these other fringe groups of just odd people that really need to be weeded out of society. At least we need to protect our children from them. That's what Ukraine claims they want to have. And Russia is anti all of that. And so I stand with Russia as far as on their moral stance. Now you might say moral. It's not moral to invade another country. No, it's not. And I would really think, and I would wish that Russia would get out of Ukraine. I do agree with you that it is not moral to invade another one's, another person's country. But the United States isn't moral for being in Syria, because Syria wants us out, and we're telling them no. That's immoral also. It was immoral to go in and kill Gaddafi. It was immoral what they did to Iraq and Afghanistan, that they're claiming Afghanistan is a win, somehow, by illegitimate Joe was thinking that he won that war. I think his brain is totally gone. And we should never, ever forget the people in the Donbass region that just because they spoke Russian and they were ethnic Russians, they were being targeted by the Ukrainian army from 2014 until the Russian army invaded. If you took that 14,000 or so people that died at the hands of the Ukrainian army and the vast majority were civilians, if you take those off the table, then yes, what Russia did is completely evil. Beyond evil. Totally reprehensible. But in Russia's eyes, they're like the man on the white horse. They're going in and saving a people that they feel a common bond with. And so things are not as cut and dried as they seem over there. I have some dear Ukrainian friends, and I'm sure they don't like my stand on it. But my stand is for peace. I don't think this Zelensky wants peace. I don't think he wants it at all. I do think the Russians would like to have peace, and I think they would come to the table 
if they were bargained with legitimately and honestly, but as they tried earlier with with the Minsk Agreement, the West had no intentions of following that agreement, even when they signed it. And that makes it really hard for the people in Russia to trust anything that comes out of NATO or comes out of Ukraine. And so there's lots of trust issues. But the world is extremely complicated. But we need to uncomplicate it one thing at a time. It's almost like a ball of yarn that has thousands of knots in it. We can look at those thousands of knots and say, forget it, grab that ball of yarn and throw it in the trash. Or we can have patience, sit down, and one knot at a time, we can make that yarn knot free. It might take a week or two to do, depending on how tangled it is. But if you have patience, you don't lose your cool, you stay in a good place mentally, you'll get the job done. And that's kind of what I see is going on in the world right now. We have a tangled mess. It's kind of like a sticky spider web type of a mess as well. So you have to watch what you do, watch who you associate with, find those places and those things that truly make you happy and content, and rely on the protection of God. As the Bible says, no weapon formed against us will prosper. Greater is he that is in you than is that is in he that's in the world. We are victorious through the blood of Jesus, and that is what we need to concentrate on. Well, I hope you got something from this episode today. I do apologize if I was a little draggy. As I said earlier, my head is just splitting me, and so sometimes my thoughts kind of wandered a bit, but I hope you forgive me for that. I always look forward to my visits with you on Wednesday, and I really enjoy helping Bob with Truth to Ponder. I would ask that you donate to this ministry. All you have to do is go to the website, which is truth2ponder.com. Go to the support tab, click that, and it'll lead you through how to contribute to this ministry with Give, Send, Go. But if you want to send a check or money order by mail, you would write the check out to Ancient Word Radio. Ancient Word Radio. You would mail to Truth to Ponder, P.O. Box 510, P.O. Box 510, Chill Howie, C-H-I-L-H-O-W-I-E, Chill Howie, Virginia. And all your donations are very much appreciated. So until next time, everyone, find that special place. Make that special place or situation be readily available to you at all times. Keep your spirits up. Stay watchful. Keep your powder dry. But most important of all, replace fear with faith. This has been Truth to Ponder with Bob Bierman. To find out more, visit our website, Truth, the number two, and the word ponder.com. That's Truth, the number two, ponder.com. Truth to Ponder, shining the light of truth in a darkening world.